0: All right, so I have a serious question. This should be good. This is kind of how my mind thinks, right? Do you think the guy who came up with the term one-hit wonder ever came up with another term? (laughs) Monsters and madmen rejoice. It is
1: time for the Great American Creep Show. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the Great American Creep Show, the podcast that occasionally brings you the same tired topic you've heard one million times, but with a funny and mostly idiotic twist. I am tonight's host, Grandpa Scooter. <laughs>
1: It's hard yeah. to do all that at once. like You're like a one-man band over there.
0: <laughs> it's quite complicated. Yeah, you guys are always giving me shit about hitting the wrong <laughs> yeah, buttons. Yeah. It's because I'm doing like 40 things at one time. <laughs> with me, as always, Rager Reese Copper Toother.
1: <laughs> I don't like that noise anymore. Yeah.
0: And I don't know if you guys notice this or not, but I never say the intro. Ever. Because Puffy is so good at it.
1: Yeah, he's got that game show voice. He
0: does. He does. Yeah. Uh, Puffy is not with us tonight. He... Is uh things things are not good at the Puffy camp. Um so I am not at liberty to discuss what's happening right now, but Puffy and, and the rest of the, the gang in the Puffy camp are on hard times. So if our listeners are praying people, we ask you to send a prayer. Uh if not, send a positive good vibes. Vibe uh towards puffy and his family. Yep. Um as of right now everyone is okay. But um you know th- they need your prayers and your your positive vibes. Yep. Uh but puffy will be back. Right now he's working through some stuff though. We so, love you Puff. We love you Puffy. We do. Tonight's episode. Oh wait, you know what? Before before we do that. Okay.
1: <clears throat> I have a joke. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that's what you said in the intro. <laughs> No, that was a question. Oh, that was a legit question. <laughs> well, I mean, have you ever thought about that? It's probably the same guy that came up with by somebody. <laughs> well, yeah, or, I mean, pop pocket.
0: I just, uh, <laughs> I feel like we need to know. Yeah. Because I mean, that's more of a jingle. You know, this is just a phrase, one hit wonder. One I hit just, wonder. I was just curious. One night, you know, yeah. as as one is before I was trying to drift off to dream, I was like, eh,
1: yeah.
0: If that motherfucker ever came up with another slogan. See,
1: that's I always think phrase. about stuff like, um, do worms have ears? Yeah. That's what, that's what plagues my mind.
0: I think they go off the, the vibration of the ground. Yeah. Like, you know, much like a snake.
1: The funny thing is people, he's trying to act like he knows about worms, but he's really just like quoting the movie tremors with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <My> <laughs> you got me. Yeah. They work by
0: vibrations. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Try to keep a straight face. Okay. Why shouldn't, and look, I'm I'm going to go ahead and, and go on record and say, I didn't write this joke. Okay. okay. I just, I find these things, whatever, and then I spout them out. Yeah. Okay? Why shouldn't you trust stairs? Think about it. It's a good reason.
1: Why shouldn't you trust, trust. stairs?
0: Yeah. I can tell you. Okay. They're always up to something. <sighs> that was good that was
1: good that was good
0: that was for you puffy he's he, always giving me shit about now telling uh the right kind of dad jokes
1: he he's 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 a pretty uh he loves those jokes i know he does. He loves those jokes he's the, he's the quintessential family man well how about this i got one
0: ned a lander
1: <laughs> here we go okay what do you call someone with nobody okay and no okay. nose hmm. i don't know nobody knows
0: I was going to say nobody knows. <laughs> Son of a bitch.
1: Tip of, the tip of
0: the tongue. I really thought it was going to be a little more than that. But. Tip of the tongue, tip of the <laughs> Tonight's episode, we are talking about some of the greatest 1980s montage scenes and yes. songs that go with it. Yes. We are taking it all the way back to the 80s for this episode because I know how much you guys love the 80s. Um, we are going to discuss our... Personal top fifteen yep. Reese Cup and I worked together diligently to put together this list of our favorite top fifteen movie montage scenes and songs.
1: And listeners, he's not lying. We we worked really hard on this. Yes. But I think the hardest part was actually just putting them in order. <laughs> Because uh not good at PowerPoint. Yeah, grandpa decided to use PowerPoint, and then we end up with numbers like twenty and twenty-one and things, and it was it was a mess. I was was convinced we had
0: fifteen, and then when we went through it, we didn't. We somehow ten disappeared.
1: Yeah. Ten was nowhere to be found. Math is hard. (laughs) Um so
0: again, this is our personal top fifteen, so we're probably not gonna say some of your favorites. Rest assured we are aware of them. They just didn't rank for us. Yeah. These are ones that hit us on a visceral level when we were kids and made us want to run through the house.
1: Yeah. Or cry. And most of them still do hit us. Oh, for sure. You can find some of these on my workout playlist.
0: Yeah. They get me
1: just (laughs) super pumped.
0: Get you all about your feelings. Get get me all vascular. (laughs) Let's get started, because this is kind of a long list. Yeah. At number 15, I feel like this movie, not really either one of our favorite movies, uh, but when you're talking about quintessential 80s montage scenes, it's the mall scene from Mannequin.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: When they're yeah. dancing and, you know, doing their thing and trying on different clothes yeah. and dudes walking down the stairs and the song that's playing in the background is Dream About Me by Alicia.
1: Yeah. And what's cool about that scene too, is like, you know, she hears music for the first time yeah. in that scene. He plays her music, which just inspires her to want to dance. What I always thought was odd about that scene, though, is she says, let's dance. Yeah. And then they kind of start playing, like, dress up.
0: Yeah, they don't dance. They change clothes and walk down steps. Yeah, he's
1: a gangster. You know, then he's like a suave, like a rep butler from Gone with the Wind. Right. You know?
0: But she was smoking hot.
1: Kim Cattrall was a doll baby.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I mean, you had that. You had Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, dude, yeah. Something about the eyes. They draw you in they do
0: she's got that like i don't know what it is i don't i don't even know how to because she she doesn't have that like super sexy hollywood actress look about her no she has it's something she almost has like that attainable
1: yeah it's like the girl next door look
0: yeah like i might be able to land
1: that yeah like she's the girl next door that you see like when you got to get your mail yeah and she's like sitting on the porch in a swing like reading a book right chilling yeah and then this song plays and
0: you're not trying to be a creeper so you don't even want to wave at her no no
1: you're too nervous because in that area in the neighborhood she is the one the one that's it yeah
0: yeah mannequin was a great movie though as a whole mannequin was a great yeah i dug it and i wish we could have put um the other song what was it? Do, 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 do. MC went crazy. Whatever that song is called. <laughs> I don't what do they know? Yeah. Never gonna... Yeah. So that's actually the song. Like That's like a theme song of the yeah. movie. But that's not the song that was playing in the montage.
1: No. So I'm going to clear that up.
0: Number 14. Yes. This is a big one for Reese Cup. Mm. I wasn't really into this too much as a kid. But I can relate to it. Because I did see it. And yeah. I did like it. Yeah, number fourteen was the fight scene in Bloodsport. Yeah,
1: yeah. Kuma yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. So, Stan Bush. I mean, Jean Claude Van Damme. Quite possibly. I mean, if you think about it, I learned he kept he catches a lot of flack nowadays because he kind of went nuts and then he got knocked out by his bodyguard.
0: I mean, he did, he's not Steven Seagal
1: nuts. No, no, Steven Seagal is straight nuts. <laughs> that dude is certifiable. Steven
0: Seagal is Randy Quaid crazy. Yeah.
1: But with a weird ponytail and Indian vibe going on. Yeah,
0: he's like 97 and still like makes videos of him slightly pushing on someone. And they fall.
1: And they fall. Yeah, he's that guy. He's like he's like the faux headmaster, grandmaster guy.
0: I'm going to knock you down with the wind yeah. from my fist. Wind fist.
1: And, well, and those always brought up the questions, too. Like, popular question when I was in elementary school and junior high is, who would win a fight between Jean-Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal? Because... Steven goal Akito, okay? Yeah. And he did actually go to Japan and he was the first Westerner to learn from a grandmaster in Japan and then become like a master himself. He was the yeah. first one. That's legit, but Jean-Claude Van Damme, what, he was a ballerina, like oh, another shit. famous actor is going to be on this list. That's but also he was uh, Belgium's reigning kickboxing champion.
0: Yeah, so if you put, and I don't know much about this shit, but I would think that if you put kickboxing against Akito kickboxing is probably going to come out on top.
1: I would think so. not to. F- now, if we have any listeners that are avid Akito fans or avid Steven's golf fans, we're not, we're not Isn't you. Aikido
0: more like refraining from it though. Like Akito is like learning how not to fight.
1: Well, yeah. Aikido is more like it's, it's a very, it's self-defense, you know? So it's very defensive. It's counter joint manipulation. You know, a guy throws a punch at you and you manipulate his wrist to then you can control him mm-hmm. in any fashion, but when someone's doing a helicopter kick yeah. with ranger boots onto your face, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, but but yeah, this scene the here
0: teaches you to ask them to kindly not do that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's usually some you know uh, low level gangster in a liquor store at midnight, some random
0: henchman number
1: four. Yeah, it's not Frank Dukes, right? You know what I mean? So. This scene here is kind of the build-up to, like, the fighters are there. Jean-Claude Van Damme just hits the bricks. Punching and bricks, yeah. Busts out the bottom brick because that's the one they chose because, of course, you know. And then <laughs> this song kicks in. hmm And it's just, you know, Kuma, Kuma, de, you know what I mean? So, it shows all the fighters fighting. Shows Frank yeah. Dukes, Jean-Claude Van Damme fighting. It got me pumped as a kid. I used to set up pillows, like, against my dad's recliner and, like, running like dude like double kick to yeah. it yeah you know never try to punch any bricks though Probably good thing. pillows dude dude those pillows didn't know what was coming they were done yeah my dad was like why are my pillows all lumpy that's
0: and why I'm you like, got to get you like a little Hulk hogan pillow or a little ultimate warrior pillow yeah yeah
1: you know? i had one of those two Pillow
0: buddies or whatever they were yeah. called
1: i would set those up on the back <clears throat> of the couch and roundhouse them off
0: kick the shit out of
1: them yeah one time i did that right into the fireplace St-
0: sting, <laughs> sting didn't see it coming
1: he didn't he didn't it stung a little Number 13. Yes.
0: Again, this had to go on the list because of how big this was in the 80s. Um, I don't know much about this movie, so I don't even know how much I can talk about it. I can tell you that as a kid, though, it definitely went in the spank bank. Okay? Yeah. So number 13 is
1: Flashdance. Maniac. Dude. Now, this is the funny thing about Maniac. That was Michael Sambello, by the way. Yeah, Michael Sambello. Flashdance, I think it was like 83... Around there, like, early, yeah. it was early 80s. Yeah. The funny thing is, is it's most known for Chris Farley in Tommy Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he's covered in cow shit. Cow shit, yeah. And With he's like, maniac, maniac, maniac on the floor. He's dancing. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, you have the girl, she's, I don't know did what type paint of dancing. Did as a kid? Yeah, did you eat paint chips? <laughs> No, why? No,
0: why? Yeah,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah, so, I just think that goes on, because it has been in other movies, mm-hmm. not the actual scene. But yeah. that song, or someone has referenced that song.
0: But it's always a parody of. It's of always some a. Kind. It's always a
1: parody of it, like
0: of Flashdance. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Which no one did it better than Chris Farley. Honestly, like I can't remember the lady's name that played in the actual movie. I don't know, dude. But she should have stepped aside.
0: Not a, like I said, <laughs> not a big fan of the movie, but I can tell you, my, it was smoking hot when she sits in the chair. Yeah, and she pulls the string, and all the water goes over. dude, yeah. it, it was done.
1: Well, I, me- I remember my dad watching it when mm-hmm. I was when I was little. I, I didn't understand why my dad watched. It. I thought he just liked dancing. Now that I'm older. I understand why he watched it, which is kind of weird because I was in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. but yeah, so good, 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 good tune. Yeah. I dig it.
0: Yeah. Great tune. Epic scene. Definitely deserves to be on the list. Yes. Number 12. This is one of my personal favorites, but we had to work together to give you guys a top 15 list. Yep. I personally would have put this higher, but we had to meet in the middle because we had so many good songs. So this one had to drop a little bit over the top. Meet Me Halfway by Kenny Loggins.
1: I mean, if you don't have a Kenny Loggins song in your list of 80s montages, oh, what yeah. are you even doing with your life?
0: Oh, some of these names you're going to see again.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of them. You're going to see him again. But Over the Top was just... I wouldn't say it was Sly's best movie.
0: No, but but coming off a of Rocky... Yeah, like a series of Rocky movies, yeah. trying to show like he he's got a different angle. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's not he's not just this boxer from the from Philly.
0: You know, he's a he's a he's a loving, caring dad. Yeah, listeners, I, if you haven't seen Over the Top, what are you doing with your fucking life? Yeah, figure it out. You definitely need to watch this because all I'm saying is when he turns the hat backwards, a, shit is about to go down.
1: You don't want to be in the same room. You, You You don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I thought it was kind of weird when the guy approached him at the diner. Yeah. You know, he's sitting there trying to have a meal with his kid.
0: Odd. odd. Isn't it weird, too, like in some of these 80s movies where it's like the most random things Mm -hmm. that you do, like arm wrestling. It's like the most random thing ever. Yeah. It's it's like a very acquired taste. Yeah. Right. But everyone in this movie arm wrestles. Yeah. Like even when he's with his kid, right? They're out to get lunch. Yep. And and these other kids come in and they want to arm wrestle.
1: His yeah. kid. Yeah. And what's he do with his kid? He puts the hat on him and then he turns it and backwards. Then he turns it backwards. Yeah. Because he loses it first and it's all it's all about technique. Yeah. And his kid's a shrimp. A shrimp. But see, that's the point. It's like a whole David versus Goliath thing. You know what I mean? But the one thing I will say is, and, you know, now granted in the 80s, I wasn't really paying attention. Like most I did with semi trucks and when they drive by, I would do the yeah. blow your horn. Yeah. But if he was a semi truck driver back in the 80s, did you have like a arm? wrestling harness thing that you would work out with
0: You just carried with you
1: you would just carry with you and i'm sorry but sly does not look like that in that movie because he was doing like one arm pull-ups to his grill on a semi-truck right i'm sorry and some jumping jacks okay i just
0: just thought it was kind of ironic it's like okay i mean it makes sense because it's an arm wrestling movie yeah you know but it's like every time you turn around somebody wants to arm wrestle yeah and it's it's not just like and how do you even have that conversation yeah. randomly? Like you just like looking over at a dude, mean mugging him. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, he must want to arm, arm wrestle. wrestle. You know?
1: I mean, we, the world would be a whole lot safer though, if that's how things were settled.
0: Bro, I'm just trying to eat. Yeah. Like, can we do this another day? Yeah. So, you know?
1: and this scene right here, this is, this is towards the end of the movie, you know, Lincoln Hawk, especially Stallone, right. Lincoln Hawk. Could I keep the Hawk? Can I keep the Hawk? He, he, goes to pick up his son the grandfather turns him away he's trying like he wants to be a dad yeah you know the wife mother of the kid passes away He's trying yeah. to be a dad.
0: Well, and the movie paints him as just shit person. Some degenerate. Some our, yeah. he's some Because he, because he's a truck driver, Because he's a degenerate. <laughs> Again, no
1: offense. These are not our thoughts.
0: No, okay? it's just the, the plot of the movie. And it is a great movie. Yeah. Okay, so don't let us discourage yeah. you from watching it. Yeah. But it's like when you really analyze it, it's like, okay, this guy's a hardworking truck driver. Yeah. And he likes to arm wrestle. Hey, right?
1: we love our truck drivers.
0: But the, the mother obviously came from some very wealthy family. Yeah right and they're in and the, the grandpa now that the mother's passed is raising the boy and you know hawk just wants to get his kid yeah back.
1: and he's a douche
0: yeah and he's a huge doucher yeah. and he won't let hawk have his kid so then this is when we get the song meet me halfway yeah amazing song yep fires on every cylinder hits the emotions and yep. it's like hawk's gonna get his kid and they're gonna take over the fucking world yeah by arm wrestling
1: yeah and the title of the song kind of sets the the context for the for that part yeah. You know, cause it's like, he just wants to be with his kid. Yeah. He's willing to work it out. Yeah. You know, best scene to me though, is when the grandpa comes to the hotel, <laughs> daring like the wrestling thing. And then you had the guy who played <laughs> literally every bad guy, right. bully right. bodyguard in an eighties movie. Right. And he tries to offer money to like, just walk away. He's like, dude, just take the money. And it's like, it reminds me of that scene in Dodgeball where he (laughs) opens the case and it's like just a little stack. It's like, here's $100,000, which nowadays really isn't that much money. Okay. (laughs) You might be able to do like three Kroger trips. Right. You know? And then he punches that dude. Like he literally just turns his body a little bit. Yeah. But the guy goes flying through a window. Of course. Of course. We have to. Awesome movie, dude. Awesome. Love love that scene. Yeah. Love it. Great movie. Go watch it. As
0: much as we shit on it, it is a good movie. It is a good movie. Number 11. Okay, this one, again, this one hits home for me, mm-hmm. like big time, because this was kind of an underground 80s movie, but also very, very successful, if that's even possible. Mm-hmm. You, old, you Gen Xers are going to know this one, The Last Dragon. Dude.
1: The Glow. Yes. When yep.
0: Bruce Leroy got the glow, bro. It was over. Yeah, dude. Because you got that glow.
1: Old Leroy. Bruce Leroy Bruce Bruce Leroy <clears throat> I mean dude when he got the glow show enough show just wasn't enough what's a fucking dick it was a dick dude and he, they
0: were just trying to watch a movie right yeah and show enough shows up yeah just being all dickish yeah you know
1: with his weird tiger print gi yeah. on yeah the he's glow like
0: a, and, the, and and you know Bruce Leroy he's a super nerd yeah you know what I mean like he he's a black dude yeah. Who thinks he's Asian, right? And he just lives <laughs> an Asian, life. <laughs> lives an Asian life. You know, his, his dad has got a pizza parlor. Yeah. Uh, dad, a green pizza. Yeah. Just dad. shuffle your pizza to dad, green pizza. pizza.
1: I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That's
0: his dad. Right. Yeah. And then you got Bruce Leroy. Yeah. This black kid that thinks he's Asian would never fly these days.
1: Yeah. Well, even his little brother makes fun of him. And doesn't yeah. want to be seen around. He's
0: like, man, you're square, dude. Yeah, it's square. It's like, what's yeah. wrong with you? the little that, brother's like, what is wrong with you?
1: Dude, that was like a major insult in the 80s. <clears throat> someone yeah. called you a square. Yeah. Because that just means you're you're basic, dude. Yeah. You're basic. <laughs>
0: so lame, dude. Yeah. You know what he was trying to... La- Listen. Listeners, again, if you haven't seen The Last Dragon, you've got to watch it. So lo- the-, the whole point of this movie is that Bruce Leroy is being trained by his master to achieve the glow. Because yes. when one glows, they've reached the ultimate level of enlightenment.
1: Yeah. It's like it's like reaching nirvana.
0: And they can't be fucked with. Yeah. You know? And show enough... Well, I'm not going to ruin it for the listeners. Go watch it. I'm yeah. sure most of you guys have seen it.
1: Yeah. And, and some of you might feel like we're, we're shuffling through this pretty quick. But the top 10.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we, we've got a lot to cover. So... We got some bangers. We got to make sure that yeah. we've got enough time. So... Uh, yeah, number 11, The Last Dragon, The Glow. Love it. Because once he gets it, it's over. It's over. And Willie Hutch, by the way, is who... who <laughs> nice. Got to give Willie the shout out. Oh, Willie. Number 10, starting off the uh, the top 10 here. Again, another one that that really rings home with me. Uh, another movie in the 80s that was very mainstream, but also very underground. Never really made it to that level of like, you know, your top guns and movie like that. Yeah
1: breaking yeah now this is mostly this is you
0: this is mostly me this yeah this one as a little white kid living in a very urban neighborhood yep. you know this was my hope and dream that yep. we could all come together through dance
1: yeah did you ever rip your sleeves off
0: interpretive dance no i wasn't and then wrap enough. them
1: around your head
0: i did not okay not like ozone so the song <laughs> is no stopping us by ali and jerry there we go. There's no stopping us. No stopping. No one yep. does
1: it better.
0: Quintessential listeners, '80s listeners know. Yeah, know. So in this scene, and again, I I haven't seen this movie in a long time, and I we didn't have time to watch 15 movies. No. Okay. Unfortunately, to prepare for this. So yeah, we're gonna do the best we can do. In this scene, uh, Kelly, Ozone, and Turbo go to I be- <laughs> believe the uh, the uh, board at uh juilliard yeah the dance for you know because kelly is trying to get into juilliard yep. but because she's hanging around with these these heathens
1: yeah these street heathens not our not our words by the way <clears throat> right, this, right this is the the premise of the movie
0: right this is the premise of the movie all these this panel of white people
1: yeah right of course you <laughs> yeah the old white guy with the big thick sideburns <laughs> like he yeah. just walked in from and 1772
0: they, <laughs> they they you know they go to juilliard and they're like hey we're on a mission we're getting kelly into juilliard yeah. Also help fund our street kids and and turn dance into something big. You know, yes. keep the kids off the street, even though they're street kids. Yeah.
1: Stop gentrification.
0: <clears throat> right. <laughs> so they go in front of this board, right? And Turbo and Ozone are
1: mad. Yeah.
0: Well, mostly Ozone. He was kind of the the dick in the group. Yeah. And Turbo was kind of like, Hey, man, I'm just here. Yeah. Just let me know when you want to dance. Well,
1: I, I feel like any any black guy that wore a um, a feather earring, you didn't you didn't <laughs> fuck with.
0: You leave him alone. You leave him alone. He's serious. In in this particular scene, they were in Texas because they were at Juilliard. Yeah. Right? And they were going to dance, Mm -hmm. as one does at Juilliard. Yeah. Right? But they were street dancing. So, you know, the cards were kind of stacked against them. Yeah. Ozone, visibly irritated because all this panel of white guys was just very dismissive of like, oh, street thugs, get them out of here. Yeah. And they were like, uh, how about we bust into... Uh, apparently, you haven't heard the song No Stopping Us. Yeah. Because you're not going to. No. <clears throat> and we're going to play the song right now, yeah. and we're going to dance. Yep. Yeah. And then you see this very quintessential 80s thing happen. Like, in the 80s, the 80s were huge for putting white people in, like, urban areas. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they're like, the white guys are going to come in and turn it yeah. around. Yeah. So, it's basically one of those moments where you get these two urban guys and this one white chick in front of this sea of white faces and they're like it's time to dance and then they start dancing and then you see the look on the panel yeah you start they start to change yeah you know this old white lady starts to kind of bobbing her head out of time with the music trying to snap to the beat
1: but she's always late (laughs) white as yeah super white well the the funny thing is when you have the guy on the end who has like the, the feathered you know, dark hair and he's like the, the edgy, you can tell he's the edgy guy on the board. Right. You right. know, that's always like bringing in people that <laughs> the other people really don't want. And like when they start dancing after ozone gives them the stare down, cause you know, he has to yeah. come over to the table. Right. Right. And just awkwardly stare at him. They're like, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> and then they start dancing. Right. And they're like, get him out. And then the guy on the end goes, wait, wait, <laughs> that's literally how he says it. Wait. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay let's hit let's let's see
0: it out yeah let's see what let's see what they're gonna do yeah and then they all have this change of attitude where they're like hey you know, maybe these urban kids ain't so bad
1: maybe they're not all terrible <laughs> yeah
0: maybe they're just a bunch of kids who like to dance
1: who like to dance and we <laughs> should let them into our school
0: yeah because why not our right? highly
1: accomplished sought because after school
0: it, it, to my recollection even in the 80s <clears throat> that wasn't like a thing
1: yeah <clears throat> yep.
0: you know yeah if you were qualified you could do it. You could do it. For the most part.
1: Yeah. Now, shout out to Shooter McGavin.
0: Oh, yeah. He was in the movie, too. Who was right? the boyfriend, I Kelly. I think he was Kelly's boyfriend, yeah. Who he, actually
1: got then, kind of like, her yeah. the audition that Ozone yeah. and Turbo came to.
0: I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Yeah. I, I could be wrong, though. It's been a long time.
1: But I have to say, like, when you see, because at that point, you know, Michael Jackson was out. Mm-hmm. You know, he had done his glide moves and things. Yeah. I have to say, and no disrespect to Turbo and no Ozone. But I was a little disappointed.
0: Well, you haven't watched enough of the movie to to be disappointed. Okay. To per my recollection, uh, Turbo, the guy that played Turbo, which yeah. is his real name, was Michael Boogaloo Shrimp. Now he, yeah, he actually created the moonwalk. Yeah, and taught it to Michael Jackson. Yeah. Now I could be wrong, but per my research, that is what yeah. I found. Per the word on the <clears throat> urban streets. On the urban streets, and when you when. Until you see what Turbo can do with a broom, yeah, you can't say shit, yeah, because the dude is a boss, Michael.
1: How did he do, do that? The fishing line, yeah, Whew.
0: but even still, like just the, the the way he managed to do that with a fishing line, yeah. I mean, and you, I mean, obviously, movie magic. You couldn't see the yeah. fishing line, but the way he had control over the broom like that, yeah. People wasn't doing that in those days, no, not like that, no. So, Michael,
1: look, man, you I'm ever d- want to be on the show? I think what I'm saying, like the the buildup though. The, yeah. the dancing that they did wasn't oh, yeah, par was, for the course for the rest of the movie.
0: Well, that yeah, in, in that particular scene, yeah. wasn't really par for the course. Yeah. But then when you get towards, like, the end of the movie, when the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> Great. Good movie. You should definitely check it out. Uh, number nine. Here we go. Number nine. Yeah. Most of you guys might say that, that this... Should maybe go a little higher on the list, maybe yeah. not. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, number nine, one of the greatest eighties movies of all time, Footloose. Dude. Now, to be clear, I am not saying Footloose the song. I am saying Footloose the movie. Yeah. The song is "Let's Hear It for the Boys" by Denise Williams, yeah. and as everybody knows, that montage.
1: Yeah. Dun 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 yeah. dun. Yeah. You know, and they start out with the scene when they're in the 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 Beetle. And well, let's, just let's to, set it up. Oh yeah, set, set it up. Let's set it up let's for. Set him. Up, look.
0: Kevin Bacon yeah. is is teaching his his new friend, newly founded friend Redneck from this small town yeah. how to dance. Played by Chris Penn. Yes. Yes. He's teaching him how to dance. Yeah. This guy has no clue how to dance, but he's one of the few people in this small town that's willing to give it a shot.
1: Yeah. Cuz he doesn't well, and it's there he wants him to come to the dance. Yeah. And this girl who's a friend of of Kevin Bacon's
0: girlfriend yeah
1: you know lust in the movie yeah you know and he's like well i can't dance and so his objective is like i'm going to teach you my yeah. friend because where i'm from mm. we dance and then cue
0: <laughs> and they just start snapping yeah in the beetle yeah they're snapping and, yeah. and then moving their feet side to side on, on the bleachers the, and then the whole when they're walking with the you know back in the 80s we had this thing called a cassette player yeah right M- much like that of uh like an iPhone, yeah in your headphones, but these were connected by wires.
1: Yeah. So yep. they
0: had to share one.
1: So And you couldn't get too crazy because you might no. yank the wire out of the Walkman. Yes. So you couldn't do that either because then that just ruins the whole vibe. It does. So you had to be skillful.
0: Fucks it all up.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: footloose, let's hear it for the boys. Great scene. Love,
1: love it. Love it, dude. Yeah. And, and really, honestly, I mean, a lot of people go to other scenes in the movie as their favorites, you know, but for me, that might be my favorite scene in the entire movie that, I mean, it, that is, montage. It, is a,
0: it is a great scene. Yeah. Because he yeah. finally
1: gets him to dance. Yeah. And he pulls out some pretty impressive moves. I mean, not bad. For just a couple days. Yeah. Not bad for a Hillbilly. Not bad for not old for Chris Penn. Guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, number eight. Okay. Again, another banger, man. Like, uh, basically, here from here on out, like, all of these are just bangers. Yeah. And you guys really put them in any list you want, but this is just how we see it. Yeah. Number eight is Team Wolf. The basketball scene. Um, when in the end is the name of the song by Mark Safan, I believe.
1: Yeah. Mark Safan. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So you, you have, you know, this is at the end of the movie. And they have the, the basketball scene. You know, so building up to this part, Scott Howard played by michael j fox has become the wolf everybody knows he's the wolf yeah um he it's kind of set the scene that he gets whatever he wants because he can do whatever he wants when he's the wolf as the wolf yeah as the wolf you know and so the antagonist of the movie the the 40 year old janitor that was going out with high school chick because you can't tell me that dude was in high school
0: okay yeah again for the listeners we're assuming that most of you guys have seen this but there's another yeah. team from another school and the and the guy that plays the antagonist looks yeah. like he's forty seven years old. Yeah. Um it's that's what you're referring yeah. to.
1: Because he lashes out at him. Yeah. Scott Howard lashes right. out at him, literally, at the prom. Right. And then, and, yeah, and, sw- and like rips his shirt and then yeah. everybody's like, Oh, like you're shocked yeah like he's a werewolf like, bro
0: you knew he was a wolf before you started fucking with him
1: how'd you think he was gonna fight
0: yeah and then he says the line like no matter what you're always gonna be that same nerd or yeah and, you know use it it's like no dude that's a game changer he, yeah we now know that this guy is a fucking werewolf
1: yeah okay
0: he, it's different now
1: he 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 calls him the f word yeah freak
0: yeah how dare he
1: yeah you'll never be nothing but a freak
0: Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I'm a freak. I'm a fucking wolf. I don't know if you know this or not.
1: Yeah. So they get to the end scene, just to set up for you. Michael J. Fox is on the basketball team, plays point guard. Him and Chubb. Okay. Who is his best friend. And then you have Styles.
0: Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure.
1: Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. And also played John Wayne Gacy. Oh yeah. In in that movie. Um so they're losing. The boyfriend, who's the jerk, the antagonist, mm-hmm. yep. is on the other team, obviously, yeah. and they're just whooping him. And because,
0: because Scott refuses to wolf out.
1: Yeah, and everybody wants him to, Right, and everybody at first gets kind of mad at him, and then there's a scene where Scott Howard gets the ball, he's coming down, and the guy checks him, and he falls onto the floor, mm-hmm. and then he kind of like stands up, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, oh, it's about to happen.
0: This, I think they start chanting, wolf, 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 wolf. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then everybody gets quiet. You know what yeah. I mean? And, everybody yeah. expects, and it doesn't happen. Right. And then he pretty much looks at him like, that's a foul. Yeah. And like laughs at him like, you're not going to get me, bro. Right. You're not going to make me yeah. wolf out. Yeah. I don't wolf out for you. I don't wolf out for anybody for but anybody. me. For me. It's all about me. And then you have, we're going to win in the end. And dude, he. Yeah, well, that's. Dude. And this is a quintessential 80s montage. Yeah. Where the
0: music kicks in and it's like, oh, shit. He means business. Now. Yeah. He's like, and the whole, you know, the whole point behind the scene is that he wants to show, Scott Howard wants to show that he can win the game without the wolf.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. That he can stand up to the bully yep. without having to become something else, you know.
0: But let's be honest. Let's be a little honest here. A little little bit of transparency. If you knew that you were a wolf, I mean, how much more confidence do you need? Yeah. Like, bro, I don't need to wolf out. No. I know that I'm a fucking werewolf.
1: Yeah. And I can eviscerate you. Yeah. In front of everybody. But I'm not going to. Not going to. You can't push me to that. Yeah. And so the guy keeps fouling, Mm -hmm. you know, through the montage scene. So he keeps getting to shoot foul shots, you know, and they end up winning.
0: Yeah, of course. You know,
1: so... Great scene, great movie. Because you have movie. to win in the end. You have to win in the end, dude. And that, that, that scene song. gets me pumped up to go play some basketball.
0: It makes me want to play basketball. Yeah. Which is dangerous at my age.
1: <laughs> it is. I wouldn't recommend it now. When you were 12, I heard you were pretty good. I was terrible. That's not what I heard. At every age. I heard they used to ban him from the courts around here.
0: Well, it, it is what it is.
1: Probably because you never play with pants on.
0: Never. <laughs> it's my only role. Yeah. <laughs> Number right. seven. A lot of you ladies out there that are my age, you're going to be like, this should be number one. But we put this one on here specifically for you, and you cannot deny how big this movie was in the 80s. Yep. And it has, as a man, it has one of our heroes, Patrick Swayze. I'm sure you see where we're going with this. Number seven, Dirty Dancing, Time of My Life. Yeah. Although, this particular scene isn't really a montage. Yeah. It still made its way in there because of how iconic it is. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's the timing, you know, when she yeah. runs to him and the way they time that when he picks her up and holds her mm. and it's just like, mm, you know, th-
0: the scenes, I believe the scene starts off with nobody puts baby in a corner. Is it the yeah. same scene? No, th- this or is, is that, that's earlier. This is movie.
1: earlier when he comes to that luncheon or whatever Oh, yeah. to get her. Yeah, and baby's and in the corner. Baby's in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. We
0: we learned that day. Yeah. Nobody puts baby in a corner.
1: No. We know that. Not yep. even dad. And what are you, you going to do, dad? He's roadhouse.
0: Yeah. He's okay. Patrick Swayze, dude. Look at his hair. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're
1: nothing. Dude, I, I'm going to go on record to say this. Nobody could pull off that haircut with a super tight black t-shirt tucked in <laughs> to a pair of super tight black pants yeah. with black boots and a black leather jacket. Yeah, and he is just tough,
0: dude. You can't fuck with Patrick Swayze. Bro.
1: No, you cannot. No. He was
0: like the Brad Pitt of the '80s. He really was. Rest what? in peace. Which is why another reason you know it had to be on this list. But it was an iconic scene. Yep. the final dance and Dirty Dancing, and they're doing their thing. Yeah, and then everybody's dancing in time, and he jumps off the stage, yep. and they do their little dance together. He gets to the end. Everybody passes him up, the culmination of the song. Yep. And then she jumps down and they do the lift.
1: Yeah, they do the lift. They crush it. They crushed it. And this is the, now, now, uh, Grandpa and I went back and forth because we wanted to put Hungry Eyes.
0: Yes, because that was actually the montage. That was actually the montage. Song and scene. Yeah,
1: when they're working on the dance and, you know, she's frustrated because she can't get it and blah, 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 and all that stuff. And then he, like, kicks the the post out with his feet, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, which was awesome. Yeah, because I literally I tried that. It's not it that easy. It,
0: no, it doesn't work that. Like well, you're not Patrick Swayze.
1: I wasn't Patrick Swayze. I didn't have the be cool honest. boots on. Right. You know they're durable. But we went back and forth, and we just, we decided to go with this song. But because
0: it's it's definitely a better scene. It's the culmination of the movie. You got. I mean, it it's yeah. just got to be on. It's there. the
1: build up. It, it's the it's the climax. You know yeah. where it's it's like the big fu to like yeah. her dad a and her sister. Yeah. Um, it
0: was even though it was the majority of white people, it's yeah. still it's still at its core, it's still urban lower class versus yep. these upper class dickheads. Yeah, you know, and then there is um, there's kind of like a, a a reconciliation at the end. Yeah, right where the dad kind of comes to and like, oh, I guess I have been a fucking dick this entire movie.
1: Yeah maybe these guys aren't that bad yeah but i will say this to, to kind of support the dad a little being a dad now myself patrick swayze did look like he was 32 in that movie <laughs> and the yeah, guy's she daughter was like 17 she was like 17 so okay, I, we get it you know yeah but a little old l- little old for her. i okay yeah so and, I,
0: and he thought that you know he thought the blonde was you know patrick swayze's girlfriend and she got yeah. pregnant and yeah that whole thing and you know but he was still judging him but he did look a little old to be with somebody who's supposed to be 17. Yeah.
1: Mm. Great movie. Great movie. Great though. scene.
0: Number six. Rocky. No Easy Way Out. I feel like we should have eased into this one. By Robert Tepper.
1: Yeah. Don't know who that guy is.
0: Yeah. No one really cares. <laughs> we just know that he sang the song Easy Way Out. Yeah. And it, 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 it,
1: it. Dude, driven Dude, by the bay I'm a bass player. Yeah. So that. I'm drawn to that. And then they go into that lockdown. Doom, ba doo doonch. Keep
0: going. <laughs> <when> I Look, I don't know a
1: single word of that song. But you sound as like him. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, all you need to know is this. Rocky's pissed. If you're
0: ever frustrated,
1: and you just want to drive, this is the song. This is the song. And and the thing is, as much as we might poke fun at Robert Tepper, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I believe Puffy he said. He was like
0: the first Scott Stapp.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the first <laughs> Scott Stapp. I mean, you know, the music video, of course he's in some industrial factory. So bad. That just happens to have like really good overhead lighting. Of course. You know, he's like dancing. He's frustrated, you know. Yeah. Because there's no easy way out.
0: There isn't. No matter how hard you try.
1: You just gotta But you gotta work through it with me
0: I'm just saying though If you're ever frustrated And wanna drive This is the song This is it Cause this is the scene Rocky is pissed He is pissed dude He gets in his car Yep He fixes his rearview mirror Well hold on Okay
1: So he's already mad about his buddy dying
0: Oh yeah, because
1: he 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 takes it yeah. like that's it's my fault. Because he holds up that towel, yeah. and he doesn't throw it, and he wouldn't throw it. You know, throw the damn towel! But Apollo you know. was like, no matter what, don't throw it. Yeah, I mean, he didn't say it that way. He was more like uncon, like no, oh, you know, as he's getting like, <laughs> 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 like his like tongue sticking out of his mouth. I would have thrown the towel, Rocky. I definitely would have thrown
0: the towel. Yeah, way but sooner.
1: He he comes home, and he's he's telling Adrian, who's always there's always this scene in every Rocky movie where Adrian and him had this like conflict. Yeah. You know, and he, he's telling her like, I got to fight him or I got to die. I'd be willing to die. Yeah. And then she says hurtful. Yeah. You can't, can't win. That's and it just not cool, man. Yeah. And, and he looks at her and he's just, I might not be able to win, but I just have to willing to stand in front of him and die. Yeah. You know? And then he's storm dude, black Lamborghini.
0: No, Rocky. That's the thing. Like you don't have to do that.
1: Yeah, but he felt like he needed to. He owed it to Apollo's family and Apollo. Mm. But what's funny about the entire scene is that all you ever see him do is either shift the gear, right, or you can see the reflection of the headlights from behind him in his rear view, looking at his eyes. That's it. That's all you need, though. That's all you need to see because his eyes were intense. He was mad, frustrated.
0: It was. This was back in the. uh, This was the culmination of uh, you know United States and Russia. Yeah. You know, so we get, you know, Ivan Drago. Yep. Who kills Apollo Creed. What yep. a dick move. Yeah. He yep. dies. He dies. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's, that's really? Yeah. Like, dude,
1: etiquette, bro. Yeah. If he dies, he dies. And it's like, and like Rocky's looking up at him and he's like side-eyeing. Yeah. Rocky, you know, like pit bulls do when they're wanting yeah. to get your attention, but they're not like wanting you to know they're trying to get your attention. They give you that, that look. Yeah. Listeners, if you're listening, you're not watching, but I just gave Scott the side-eye.
0: He did. I was scared. Yeah.
1: And- as you should.
0: I was like, drop the towel.
1: Yeah, but this is like the Siberian up, uh, train. Yeah, you know.
0: Look that 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 look that that uh, Ivan Drago gave would be an. I'm a bitch. I would be like, look, you winning. It's something about the guy, Dolph Lundgren. Dude, what a monster!
1: So this thing about Dolph Lundgren, both him and Sylvester Stallone in that movie, look mm-hmm. a- absolutely Rid- ridiculous, ridiculous. And you know Sylvester Stallone. Almost died while they made that movie. Yeah. For two reasons. Several times. And Puffy and I were actually talking about this. First off, dehydration. So he could look like he was freaking chiseled out of asphalt. Right. Like 2% body fat. Yeah. And then he actually took a punch from Dolph. Yeah. Now keep in mind, people, Dolph appears to be some just ridiculously stupid ogre in most of the movies he's in. Right. But he was Sweden's national kickboxing champion in real life. He's a monster. He was also one of like 32 people to ever receive a full scholarship to MIT. Yeah, that he didn't take, by the way. Who knew? Who knew? But yeah, he actually punches Sebastian Stallone in the chest because he wants to make it yeah. look real. Yeah, and he's in. He said he woke up in the hospital like four days later. <laughs> so there was an easy way out, Rock. Uh, just don't fight him. Yeah, cut your losses. This guy's ginormous. <laughs> yeah. He's got the coolest uh, flat top I've ever seen. Look,
0: Apollo Creed's family didn't need money either. I mean, no. they were they were all set. No, I'd have been like, yeah, this seems like a good time to retire. And he
1: chose to do it, and you tried talking him out of it, and he did it anyway. So ipso hey, facto.
0: If there's one thing that I learned from that movie is that if I could change, and you could change, <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: we can all change. We can all change. Okay. And like, yeah, he even has like the the prime minister. Pre- president of russia stand-up like applauding him Yeah, you know and it's like again the,
0: another 80s yeah. thing where it's yeah. like okay maybe it's not a white and black thing now it's an american and a russian
1: thing yeah cold war right.
0: cold war yeah you
1: know so so
0: there we have it
1: no way, no easy way out dude. number Great. five
0: Great. number five going back to this movie um i think yeah going back to this movie number five is footloose mm-hmm. the song never yeah the one of the most iconic scenes in any 80s yeah. movie, the punch dance scene. Yeah. That's been parodied more times than I can count.
1: Most notably by Andy Samberg and Hot Rod. Yes, of course. Hilarious. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> Some of the best shit ever. Yeah. But he was so serious. Again, we're talking about frustration here. Yeah. Kevin Bacon is mad. He's mad. He pulls into this this warehouse. Yeah. Because apparently they're just
1: pl- a plentiful. Yeah. You know. They canceled the dance. <laughs> right. You know, his his aunt's boyfriend or whoever he is, like, gets on him. Like, you need to get your shit together, Rin, Rin McCormick. Yeah.
0: What was wrong with dancing in the 80s? You know,
1: I, like, have, I have no idea. They had to pick something. It, 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 they had they always had this whole, like, David and Goliath theme yeah. to it, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like, bro, it's dancing. It's not like we're snorting fucking heroin or, yeah. you know, cocaine or some
1: shit. Yeah, we're doing the dirty.
0: We're, we're just dancing.
1: Dancing. But, you know, but... The the town they they that he had moved to was a yeah. very strict Pentecostal. Yeah, very religious town. Very religious town. I mean, they were by the book.
0: Yeah, but again, the book. we're just talking about dancing. <laughs> yeah, like I, I so
1: remember. he's pissed. Not even like not even
0: dirty dancing. No, it, just dancing. No, it's just, just dancing trying to get the general. feet loose.
1: That's it. <laughs> right. That's all they're That's wanting to they're
0: do. But yeah, so we get this iconic scene mm-hmm. where the song never comes on, and he is. Dancing his way through this this old broke down barn. Yeah. That coincidentally has all of these things yeah. strategically placed for him to dance so eloquently.
1: Yeah. All these professional, like gymnast bars and horizontal bars, just strategically placed <laughs> as he's running through the this barn or warehouse or whatever. You know. Uh, but what I love too is when it starts out, he gets out of his car and he's like kicking his car and he's hitting his car and then he has he's what he's it's on high, a steering wheel yeah he, he's in high school though right yeah but he has a bottle of liquor yeah and a cigarette and a cigarette it's where'd 80s. you get those from his 80s bro where'd you get those from rin yeah in this super christian town yeah in this super christian town where they probably didn't have any of those things no
0: it's but, dry definitely a dry cabin. yeah
1: hey kids you can't dance but, but here's some jameson yeah here's some jack daniels and some marlboros <laughs> go to town
0: yeah, and here you're clearly not trespassing on anybody's no. property. Yeah. Just come here. If he could go there and dance like that, why didn't yeah. they just have the – the? Da- Maybe that is – No, that's not where they had the dance, though.
1: That, no, that's not where they had the dance. They had, they had, dance had the dance songs. at um, – Wasn't it like some cotton gin or something like, someplace like that, like where they produced cotton? Yeah. And the guy that worked, like, let them have the dance let there. Let them do it, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but oh. again, we had uh, we had a reckoning at the end Yeah, where,
1: <laughs>
0: you know, the overzealous Christian people – and the kids that yep. like to dance.
1: Headed by John Lithgow. Yeah. Great. Great character in the movie. together. And, yep.
0: you know, John Lithgow and his wife is standing outside. And they're like, oh, maybe, maybe it's not so bad. Maybe
1: it's not so bad. You know? you know, maybe we should focus more on not allowing our teens to drink and smoke. <laughs> you know, so if getting in the dance, like, gets rid of that, then we should back that. Yeah. <laughs> we should be behind that. Full yeah. bore.
0: Number four. All right. Full disclosure, number four through number one could literally be all... They could all be number one. Oh, yeah. We can't have four number ones, so we had to do this. Yeah. Number four could easily be number one. This was hard. This this was really tough. Yeah. Number four was Back to the Future, Huey Lewis, Power of Love. You have to. And we talked about this a little bit in one of the other episodes. Yep. But when Power of Love comes on and he drops the skateboard... Yep. And grabs a hold of the back of the car. Yep. For me, in my yeah. money, I don't know that there's a better scene in in the 80s movies. But yeah. the reason it didn't make number one is because it wasn't necessarily a montage.
1: Yeah, it wasn't necessarily a montage. One of the greatest intros to a movie. Yeah. Of all time. I mean, he's on, like you said, drops a skateboard, song kicks in he's grabbing the back of the car just you know trying and to make this, it to school on time
0: the song was perfect yeah. like it just it couldn't have been any better yeah love than, it the dude. marriage between that movie and that song
1: what well, can you could you go wrong with Huey Lewis in the news when you were in the 80s not in the 80s no dude
0: and they don't make them like this anymore dude no. like you in the 80s you had Kenny Loggins yeah you had John Cafferty
1: yeah Stan Bush
0: Stan Bush Huey Lewis I mean you have all these people yeah. Uh, even Richard Marks, all these people that just created these amazing songs Phil Collins. For Mo- Phil Collins. Oh yeah,
1: my God. That's what I'm saying. Dude. Like we go and now you look at it nowadays and it's like what what do you what do you have in a song? Post Malone. Dude, yeah. Post Malone couldn't hold Phil Collins jock.
0: Look, to to Post Malone's credit, I don't think that he thinks he could. So, I
1: okay, that's a good point. I don't. That's a good point.
0: I, I honestly have never even heard a post Malone song, so I can't begin to shit on this kid or not shit on him. Yeah, I have no clue what this kid does. Um, but the little that I have seen of him, yeah, he doesn't strike me as the kind of person who thinks that he could do those yeah things. he doesn't
1: he doesn't think himself put himself too high regard you know he's pretty humble dude he i'm sorry post way. if you want to be on the show to, <laughs> to you know for us to make it up to you yeah just have your people reach out to our people
0: yeah email us at greatamericancreepshow at gmail.com where greatamericancreepshow at gmail.com
1: hit us up pm
0: yeah or or you can find us on any of our socials yeah great american creep show podcast on instagram facebook and tiktok
1: tiktok which we
0: haven't posted on in quite some time but look yeah. it, being Gen X man it's it's hard because i'm like what do these fucking people want to see i don't
1: I, i'm so confused when it comes to tiktok me too you know it's like I, I see so many different videos yeah that present a plethora of different contexts and formats it's
0: there's it's it's out of control
1: it is you Tor- just
0: don't even know where to start now i
1: don't know where we slide in <laughs> where are we like where are we it's, Me either, it's, man. yeah it's like trying to like dance with the girl but she's like all over the place and you're like where do i yeah do i right foot left foot yeah. I, I don't know yeah if you know let us know
0: yeah at great american creep show at gmail.com where great american creep show at gmail.com that was
1: nice we did that well
0: yeah we did number three yes again could easily be number one but Oof. in our list it made it to number three that is one of the most iconic songs in the, and I've said this about every one of them. Yeah, but it's true.
1: Still, it's yep. true.
0: Number three, Top Gun, Danger Zone. Yes. Again, the reason it scored a little lower is because I don't believe it was a montage; it was just a scene in a movie. Yeah. So we're kind of blurring the lines a little bit yeah. here with montages versus scenes.
1: Well, and so forth. It's a montage in a different way. Mm. Where, like, usually montages involve like the people,
0: memories, or thinking, or yeah, something. doing
1: yeah. certain things in quick transition. This showed the air, the Jets, the fighter pilots, you know, getting in the Jets, flying off. You have Tom Cruise flying his, down by the runway and on his crotch rocket. On his, crotch, his rocket. crotch rocket. Yeah. yeah like, Waving at the plane. Yeah, throwing his hand up like, go, buddy, go yeah. get him.
0: And that nice sunset and off in the distance. Dude, the
1: sunset in the background. I mean. When the plane's leaving. Yeah. Or I mean, landing. Dude, one of the two. Yeah, danger zone, dude. I just. Me. Uh, Me. <sighs> Uh, It might be arguably. It
0: might be one one of next to Phil Collins in the air tonight. It might be one of the most air drummed drum parts ever made. Yeah,
1: I will. Yeah, I air drummed it a lot. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, I'm talking about like. (laughs)
1: That's literally what I just did. Oh, is that what you did? That's literally. Is that what that was supposed to be? I dude, okay, I don't sing, bro. I don't I don't hum. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know. I
0: don't either. It was it, You it, got the blind leading the blind here. Yeah,
1: it was the intention behind it, okay. Uh, you yeah. get it, listeners. Did you do? Yeah. Did you do? Love it. Most
0: dude. people forget the second. Did you do? Yeah. But they're both there. Yeah. You got to listen to it. Number 2. Hmm. Again, <sighs> could easily be number 1. Yeah. But it's number 2. The karate kid, you're the best. Joe P- Epicito.
1: So we went back and forth between this and what's going to be number 1. Yeah. Um because they're both iconic. Which we yeah. could easily say by the rest of the the rest of the list. But these Yeah. When you hear what you'll get it. But the reason why we chose these two and you're the best is because it's still relevant. I mean Cobra Kai. Right. Super right. popular on Netflix. Right, right. You right. know, and the whole scene there. Ralph Macchio. Yeah. Johnny Lawrence. And it's
0: it's it's a montage. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it it fits the bill. Yeah. The song, the montage, the movie. Yep. It's the culmination of everything that we've seen.
1: Yep. <sighs> it And it just fits perfect.
0: Coincidentally, it's also how we started our Halloween show. It is
1: how we started our Halloween show. We all dressed show.
0: up as Cobra, which I believe we've said this before, but yep. not every listener listens to every episode. Yeah. But on Halloween, we had a show. We, we play in a band. We all dressed up as Cobra Kai, and we our intro was the fight scene that was yep. edited together, and we had the song playing. That's how we started the show. That's how I we started the show. I think, people, I think when we did that, people were like, these dudes are serious.
1: Yeah. Well, because you can only take a person serious yeah. that enters any room with that song playing. Right. You know, so you had you had the fighter tournament. You have Johnny Lawrence. You have Daniel LaRusso. You have yeah. other members of Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Whooping ass. Yeah. And this song is just,
0: you're the best around. And who is he talking about? I mean it's it's open for interpretation. Yeah.
1: Who well, is the best? Yeah. And I think I think that's what they're trying to figure out, but I think it's that everyone there believes they're the best. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like their own their own personal mantra. Yeah. You know? But we all know how it ended. Yeah. Johnny, you're a cream puff. Put him in a body bag. Yeah, dude, everybody always references that. Like the body <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> Get him a body bag. Yeah. But then <laughs> There's a guy in the stands <laughs> who was obviously hiding because he didn't want to get his ass kicked. Right. And you just hear it right before him and LaRusso start to like go at it. Like, Johnny, you're a cream puff. <laughs> Dude, you're the best. Yeah. Amazing. You're the best is the best. It's the best.
0: But it's not number one. It is
1: not numero uno. This is the moment that you've all been waiting for.
0: You might be able to figure out what our number one is. You may not. I don't know. Again, this is our personal list. This is two dudes. There's no reason that this shouldn't be number one. In my opinion, this is maybe next to Back to the Future. This might be the biggest franchise of the 80s, in my opinion. Yeah. And the music that goes with it.
1: Want me to a drum roll?
0: It wasn't. Yeah, go ahead
1: it wasn't number one it wasn't part two it wasn't part
0: three but rocky part four hearts on fire the workout montage get out of here get out of town the build-up dude i didn't recognize any of that what but i do know how the song goes
1: that's how, that's how it starts. Well, yeah. So that's, that's the main build. Yeah. That's, that's the But question. So again, we had this rocky conflict. So he's left, went to Russia, mm-hmm. which Adrian doesn't go with him. Cause you know, she's like, cause
0: she's like, you're not going to win.
1: You're not going to win. You're going to die.
0: I'm not going to come and watch my loser husband lose. No,
1: I'm just going to stay in this large house that he afforded me. Right. You know, and be a douche.
0: I might get some Russian dirt. Yeah. So I'm just going to stay here.
1: I'm just going to stay here. And so he's been kind of trained on his own, but his mind's not in it. Like every other Rocky movie, it's like he's not because something's missing. He's having a hard time. He's having a hard time. He's away. He's thinking about Apollo.
0: He's got a bar- he's got barriers.
1: Yeah, and these Russian guys are following him around everywhere. And then he shows up <laughs> at this at his cabin. He's yeah. got back from a long run. Yeah, and there she is. She's there, dude. Dressed in white, Adrian,
0: <laughs> as one does,
1: as pure as snow. Yeah. And they had this little back and forth. And then it. And dude, when it kicks into that. And when you, what I love about it is it shows Drago. And he's in like this multi-million dollar facility, dude. Like using all these fancy machines. Oh, yeah. And, he, what, and he's running around in that. In that uh, looks like a basketball court, but it has right. like random speed bags. Right, and he's just, but there's like only lights in the center, so you can only see him. And it's like spotlight. There he is. Oh, he's gone again. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Right, and it's just that. Of, and it's like, and then the, the guitar. You know, it's like, oh man, <laughs> ooh,
0: makes you want to work out.
1: Oh man, again, not, so not a great idea chopping wood.
0: Well, I like how I like how you know it would show Drago in his multi million dollar facility. Yeah. And then it would show Rocky's very like crude version of yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Very outdoor right. rugged. Like lifting yeah. the, the big net of rocks. Yeah. You know, and then like pulling his people around in a buggy. Yeah. You Dude, know.
1: When it shows Ivan when he has they have that punching pad and it's like you know, he's like generating power. Right. Or whatever. And then of course it shows him which I thought this was kind of funny, that they take a they take a jab at Russia, who has been Widely known to like use anabolic steroids, right? Right, right. Know? They should like, sticking the needle. Yeah, they slide that in there, of course. But yeah. yeah, it shows him punching this, and every time he punches, then it goes to sly, and yeah. he's chopping wood. Yeah, so like, and then he punches harder, and then he goes back to sly, and then he's hitting wood. He's it's flying all over the fucking place, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, I am getting hyped right now. I am about to get down to do some push ups. I can tell, <laughs> dude. I am getting hyped. So <laughs> you don't even know it's like that, dude. It's like that, but I think that is cool that you bring that up, though. Mm-hmm. That would show him like using these like uh, these leg extension machines and everything, right. but then yeah. it shows Rocky like pushing a car, right, or like pulling Polly on a sled right. in like three feet of snow. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, yeah, and you know, and then like you said, he's running from the
0: like throughout this entire montage, he's he's running right. Yeah. So it cuts back, shows him working out, and then it cuts back to him running. Yeah, and it's Russia, and there's apparently apparently it's normal to have. You know 84 inches of snow in russia yeah at any given time yeah uh, and these guys are following him like rocky doesn't know yeah that these guys are following him well it's Rock- first own safety at that time yeah that's why they were doing it right right and they they were um you know he was like fuck these guys yeah like, i'm gonna lose them Dude. so i'm just gonna run up this mountain and the russian dudes are like yeah we can follow him yeah because they got chains on their tires
1: yeah like, yeah, we can do that. And Dolph Lundgren's using... and then it shows Dolph Lundgren using like what is essentially like a Jacob's ladder, uh, a piece of equipment. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so he's going, and he's like, ugh, uh, right? Uh, and then it shows Rocky in like a super thick wool coat, oh, yeah. hiking boots. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Hiking boots, and then a toboggan, right. just climbing this mountain,
0: dude.
1: Yeah, dude. I don't know if you knew this. They got fucking tigers in Russia. Yeah, they have.
0: But Large he, bears.
1: he makes it to the top
0: of the mountain at the Dude. culmination of the song, right? And this yeah. the reason this is number one, obviously, because it's it's one of the greatest scenes in any 80s movie. It really is. And one of the greatest songs ever
1: put to a movie. Yeah.
0: But it is a, also a montage. Yep. So there is not a better pick. As soon as we said we were going to have this episode. Yeah. We immediately, immediately was like, we can just go ahead and agree on number one.
1: Yeah. Right. It's yep. going
0: to be hearts on fire.
1: John Cafferty Rocky 4. Yep.
0: And we were going to put the other one with it as well. Yeah. But we're like let's let's be fair. You know. Yep. And also it's John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band.
1: Yeah. Well, and a lot of you might not know this, but the guy playing keys on that is Vince DeCola, who played on a lot of other yep. very famous uh soundtracks and mm-hmm. other montage-like songs like uh what's the one from the Transformers?
0: Oh, that you know what? That was our number ten. That was our number ten. We
1: just remember that, we folks. Ju- we sat here for fifteen minutes. Like, are we stupid?
0: <laughs> trying to figure out. We lost our number ten. We lost. And we it. replaced it with something else. We so, what? We'll, look, we're gonna put, <laughs> we're gonna put that as an honorable mention. Yeah, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But hearts on fire. Um, yeah, yeah. He played on. uh Yeah,
1: yeah. Played the keys. Any any cool key parts that you heard yeah. on a soundtrack in the eighties? whether it was with Stan Bush right. or it was with John Cafferty or it was just him by himself. Vince DeCala was playing the keys on it so yeah. that, dude, dude, I can't even do it. He's, and he did the build. I mean, dude. Yeah, dude. I, and the barn scene before he's running up the mountain. Forget about it. Jumping rope, freaking picking up. You know, Paulie, Adrian, the trainer in the yeah. horse carriage. I mean,
0: I feel like every guy, every guy that's listing right now is most likely in agreement with what we're saying.
1: Yeah. When I was little, I wanted nothing more than to grow up and put on a, a black tank top. Yeah. And grow a nice, full, thick beard. Yeah. And be chiseled out of marble and be lifting something and look half yeah. as good as sly does in that scene dude
0: i feel like anybody does dude he's ridiculous <laughs> he was ridiculous dude well let's get off rocky's dick and now now you got our top 15 this was technically number 10 but we put something else in there i can't even remember what it was um but this should be on the list and yeah. that is transformers the movie mm-hmm. the, touch the touch by stan bush yeah that was our number 10 but we're going to make an honorable mention yep um Hated the fucking song. Yeah, terrible, terrible song.
1: Not a great song.
0: But the the Transformers movie was absolutely iconic. Yeah, you got the touch, bah, bah, dude. You got the power.
1: Yeah, terrible song. Well, and again, featuring Vince DiCala, right, right, who played on just a staying Alive. Okay, you know, like we said, Rocky yeah. Four. Yeah, Transformers. Yeah played I feel on like all there those tracks
0: a, there was a t- there was a, a group of those tight-knit guys that that clearly had to work together because i don't i don't remember one of the songs we talked about um, but it was the same guy that sang um ducktales i think uh,
1: who was that who sang saying ducktales i can't es- uh, 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 esposito the guy who sang um, joe esposito that's joe esposito, right. esposito yeah the, the guy saying you're the, the best. best yeah yeah, yeah. saying ducktales Dude,
0: you want to talk about a song that gets me hyped? We already had an episode on this, but <laughs> when tales. I hear dude, when I hear the DuckTales theme, dude, it makes me want to run through a fucking wall.
1: Did you ever try to ever jump into a large pile of change? No. Because no, it wasn't I, as I easy as Scrooge made it look.
0: Yeah, he had soft money, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, guys, that was our top 15 greatest movie montage songs and montages. Yeah. We hope you liked it.
1: Go back through, check out these tunes.
0: Check out the tunes. Check out the movies. Yeah, they're all amazing. They are quintessential eighties. Yeah, it really doesn't get any more eighties than this. Yeah. So
1: and reach out to us and let us know. I mean, do these songs get you as pumped as as they get us? Put hearts on fire. They do. And you're the best on your on your workout playlist.
0: Yeah, and see if you don't see if you're not sore the next day, dude. You will be.
1: You'll be crawling out of bed.
0: Yeah. Dude, I passed out one time at the gym working out the hearts on fire.
1: You as you as you should.
0: I was I was doing abs and I passed out. Yeah, I think it was because I had McDonald's before I went to the gym, but I like it. to think that it was because of Hearts on Fire, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band.
1: It just pushes you, dude.
0: Who also did the soundtrack for Eddie and the Cruisers.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, great. There you go. Love it. Hope you guys enjoyed this. We will see you next time on the Great American Creep Show. But before, before we, we go. <laughs> Hey, this is Grandpa Scooter.
1: And this is Rager Tooth. And we'll be right back with this week's Gag Thought. Where are you going, honey? Oh, Joe White and I are going to go play some ball. Isn't he the new boy down the block? Uh-huh. I don't know if I like that boy, Adam. Oh, Mom. There's something about him that's different. Maybe you shouldn't play with him. Hi, Adam. Hi, Mr. Well, it can be
0: tough when your mom's a raging twat waffle. But there's ways around it.
1: Yeah, Lie. Personally, send their goddamn business anyway.
0: So next time, little Jerry wants to play, stick out your window,
1: and also don't listen to us because we're stupid.